it ain't about the money. It ain't about nothing. I'm talking about a real big bag. I ain't talking about no chump chain. See, I'm on some other shit. I can't be worried about another bitch. I know what it is to be down and out. And I done had enough of it. Don't take it personal. No, no. It is what it is. Yeah. You been on the same shit for years. Man, cause a nigga switch gears. Yeah, listen. I just can't sit back and wait on it. Ooh, I gotta go get some money. With me, it's for me. Yes, sir. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, y'all like that one? Yo. Yes, sir. Shout out I to I got uh, something to say. I can't wait to hear what y'all got to say about it. Oh, uh, shout out to G Child um, okay. for the musical selection. Uh, we haven't done a subscriber count in a minute. Let's do one. We haven't done, yes, we have a subscriber game. All right. Hex. I'm going 3,800. Mm, 2,500. That was strong. I, I felt that. KG? Mm, 1800. 1800. JR. 23. 2300. Or 23 people. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. Speak to it. 23, 2300. 2300. All right. 3100. Ooh. Yeah. 3100, folks. This is what I'm happy to be. Irv, where's your. Irv, and Irv is Irv, our winner. 2500. Would I go to Oak? I didn't go. <laughs> I'm happy to be wrong. Let me go do my showcase. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man, shout out to G Child. Uh, we back. Wonderful, we back. Wonderful, wonderful to be with all of my brothers once again. Yes, sir. Uh, JR back for vacation. Hey man, good to be back, fella. Yeah, you had a little bit of a tan. A little bit of a tan. I could see it like when I squinted a little, a little bit. bit. Like, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. He, he did more indoor than outdoor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh that, man. That Negro got an yeah. Idris tan over there. <laughs> you know what I mean? The hell y'all so talking late. about? Just oh, all right. All right, let's do this thing right. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Boys and girls, haters of all ages, welcome to the UDK podcast. I am your host, Jay Easy. To my left, Hex. To my right, KG from DC. In the middle, Irv Nizzle. And in the building, as always, J to the R. Oh, man. I love that sound. I love that. I love that song. Hey man, we get the intro song. I love that song Old right there. Trauma. It's the yeah. best song out there, brother. Oh man, it's, back. It's hype. Five um, heartbeats. Let's go. Uh, wellness check. I can't wait to get to mine. By the way, um, wellness check. Hex, how you feeling? Man, I'm good. I'm terrible. I could be better. Lord. Uh, great. Things going on with the with my with my with my kid and some and some sports activities moving forward. So excited for that. Been waiting on this for years, and then sad because I had a loss in the family. I had an aunt an aunt that passed away to my aunt Dot. I'm with you, bro. Yeah, definitely rest in peace. And yeah. and, uh, and then um, I'm I'm leery because again we got some things going on just within our society that we just can't. Can't get a grasp on, and yeah. it just and it just makes you go, "What's going on?" Can't get right, and here we are every week. Yeah, Irv, how you feeling? I'm good, bro. I'm good. Locked and loaded, ready to go. Locked and loaded, ready to roll. I hear that. I hear that. KG, how you feeling, baby? Um, normally I would just say something a little flippant and move on from that, but 
there are trials going on right now. And I don't mean trials just in the courtroom, but men are going through some things. You know what I mean? And it's a little hard right now. So, um, yeah, it's a little frustrating, but also we built for this. And that's the reason why we came together as a conglomerate to be able to be people who can support this. So I'm sustained. So I'm good. Yeah, you angry and ready to pod? Are you ready? <laughs> Nigga, I'm always <laughs> angry and ready to pod. Had to make sure. Had to make sure. Jr., how you feeling, baby? Hey, man. Um, I don't know if you guys feel it, but I kind of feel it, man. We we all sitting at this table now again, man. And you know the five of us, man. And you know it's it's an energy. We're about to get into some oh, yeah. stuff, but there's a different energy, man. We all sitting down together, man. And and man, I I just can't even explain it. You would have to actually be here Facts. to really understand it. So to say that, man, I feel very inspired, man. I'm just ready to go for another week. Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, <clears throat> how how you doing, bro? Um, I'm great. Uh, I have a new, well, not I have, but uh, I have a a baby cousin that's about to be born in a couple of days. Oh. on the way. So I'm really excited about that. Yes, congrats, congrats bro. Congrats. Do know about that. Uh, I have a cousin that's actually getting out in a couple of days. Right, right. And congrats. I'm absolutely man. Shut up. Es- escaping, escaping time. I ain't seen him in 17 years. Yeah, you know what I mean. Let's go. Yeah, I'm floating on. I'm floating on clouds. Uh, Reggie, love you, boy. Um, and kids going back to school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's did, I, another, did, I, did I not mention that? Yeah. <laughs> my bad. Because yeah. Monday was my yeah, and it, that's another reason to uh, to celebrate. Um, kids are going back to school. They get to go out. They get to learn. Get a little smarter. Um, and everybody's excited about it. But segueing to our first topic, mm-hmm. um, it seems that a uh, a district in Ohio. Let me make sure I get it right. Uh, teachers for Columbus City Schools. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, they decided that this was the time they wanted to make their mark and they wanted to uh, strike to get some things done. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I first saw it, the first thing I thought about, I was like, man, that would suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, to, to go through COVID and not have the kids be able to go to school and then have a year kind of in limbo and then the next year be like, all right, you know, we're, we're making our way through COVID and it's going to be a regular year and have the teachers say that they have to strike would suck. But when I started looking at actually what they were striking for, I, I it understood. Made sense. Yeah, it made sense. Um, They were striking. The biggest thing, the, the main thing that, that jumped out to me was the conditions of the schools. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not know that their HVAC their, their air conditioning units were that spotty. Bruh. I had no idea it was that bad. They said it, it would get up upwards to 90 to 95 degrees in the classrooms yeah. on, on hot summer days, and I, I had no clue. Let me not segue out the topic, but let me just say, this is directly what I'm dealing with. My daughter's in the fifth grade, and she has most of her classes, or, or all of her classes, you know, other than PE, are in this trailer, mm-hmm. right? So I, so what happens is she forgets her computer today. She doesn't want to lose her bonus points or whatever they, they some kind of thing for being responsible. Mm-hmm. So I run her back to the school. She gets her computer. We catch the teacher in time, and the teacher's explaining to me as she did on open open house night, like, "Hey, we don't have air in here, and we don't have heat right now. in the, in the outdoor in the outdoor trailer. outdoor trailers." That she had explained when she came back to school two weeks in advance. This is what was needed. And somehow they're saying some part that is needed to make sure they can have some kind of con- comfortable environment. They're dealing with right now, and as the teacher said, 82 degrees was what, what the room was in today. Lord have mercy. So my daughter is hot. She comes home with her hair not like it was when she went to school. Oh, you already like, know. You yeah. know, 
this is what I'm dealing with. And then she's frustrated. And it's sad because I'm dealing with one of the most influential counties in the country. Mm. Oh, yeah. Northern Absolutely. VA? Yeah, Northern VA ain't supposed to be no joke. So, first of all, you got them in, in trailers because you weren't able to expand. Right? You got all this grass you using that the kids don't play in. You don't see them outside. So, what you doing with the money? Yeah. So, you just said uh, the most influential county? One of. One yeah. of. Yeah. But, you know, uh, are they? the key thing is, are they influential on what matters? And and huh. and people are exhibiting that so every day. That they're answering. They're answering that question. Well, they've been answering using, loud and clear. They've been using the test scores to exude their excellence. And if and then what's ha- what's been behind the scenes is oh. taking care of making sure that the kids are comfortable. That's what and, matters. And have a comfortable learning environment. <clears throat> mm. Well, here's where we get dirty. Um, we talk about money a lot in terms of what areas we put our kids in. And we work hard to make sure our kids have the greatest areas to put ourselves in. Damn, what happens when it's not about the money? What happens when politics takes over and it's about what they just want to put their money into? And Mm. it's not our fault, it's not our chance, it's not our Mm. opportunity. And I think there are p- people on this podcast who are better to speak to that than I am. I just wonder about that when, like, when I'm talking about PG County, Maryland, which is one of the top five black places to live yeah, county, for, yeah, exactly. um, for black Americans, I get that because I can speak to that. But I have friends like you all here who can talk to, like, hey, Yes, if there's anyone hurt, someone will be there soon. If there's a cop situation, and I'm not talking about the funny acting things that go on where cops misreact and act incorrectly. How do y'all feel when y'all are in that situation where it's like there's old white money around? And I'm really asking a serious question. Mm -hmm. But. We put in the same tax dollars, and how do we expect them to react to our kids? Oh, bro, we had this um, situation <clears throat> politically. <clears throat> we had a situation at uh, at my daughter's school with uh, with her locker, mm-hmm. right? So her locker, they 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 gave her the wrong combination, and then when we went to the administrator and they went to the locker, they did something and it jammed. So you know, they didn't <clears throat> so that the locker was unavailable. She couldn't use it, right? I was heated. Oh, absolutely. I was pissed. And this is before I even knew about this strike that was coming because we had went to like a back to school thing before. Mm-hmm. To think for one second that my child can't go to school because, one, the the environment is not uh, conducive. The, yeah, the, the environment is not conducive to her being able to learn in that type of a heat would have set me off something crazy. So when I first saw this, I was like, damn. I was like, you know, this is messed up. And then when I started thinking about it, I was like, I know these parents, the parents should have been out there. If that's me, if I'm involved in my situation, we'll see. something has to happen before that. Is this the first time that they knew? The like, story didn't leak like, did you know children are in, in a, are put in a harmful way? Right. That's not what happened. The story only got wrapped into the teachers are striking. And one of the thing, one of their beefs is we were teaching in the worst conditions ever. Right. We might as well be teaching outside. And if it wasn't for the sun, 
being that wasn't for the lack of shade, let me yeah. put it that way. Yeah. Then they 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 damn near might be doing that. You know, like some of the times you you were in college, your teacher might decide to have a little we 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 gonna meet by the tree outside. Day. Right. But that's that's once, right? That that's not we we didn't go to Berkeley, so that's not a, that's a normal thing. Mm-hmm. But that was just a happenstance, not because the facilities weren't working, right? But these are children, and so just as as my kids' teacher said, hey, I I, I said something two weeks before school started. They told me they're still waiting on the part. My problem is, we spent money with a governor who spent time with the websites and the fucking commercials and the propaganda and the flyers to tell you we don't need CRT in the schools. Yeah, that was the That's what the snake on it. That that's what the, the snake did. That's what the devil mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. Told you you didn't need something that don't even exist in our schools and they spent money. So if my kid can't fucking learn cuz you don't have air conditioning, but you spent millions trying to slander the notion of black lives mattering as far as the history of importance and the mattering is just as far as existing as normal everyday citizens. You spent money. Yeah. And now my kid and how many others? My wife teaches in a same situation. She teaches a different school in the same county. She in the same scenario. Trailers. Now her situations, she's fine. But my problem is, why y'all in trailers? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. How long is it taking for them to realize this population has grown here? Yeah. Um. For uh for the situation with Ohio, I remember it was uh it was a couple months back, and we were talking about um their focus on trying to make sure that uh you know everybody was able to carry you know open carry and you know that that was their focus about arming themselves. That was the big right. thing. Where was this energy for these schools? Where was the energy for these kids that weren't being able to be in a and it was class size too, by the way, because class size is reflective of having to put them out in them bungalows too. Exactly. Because if if your school if your kid's school has bungalows like what well, the trailers, but they have bungalows trailers, they're right up on capacity. Here's, they're right up on it. Here's the only thing that can happen: one, we have to get someone to be behind publicizing and advertising teachers once again an advocate for teaching we got to get somebody to realizing yo your kid learns nothing without someone who teaches them something and i know you think it's cute when you drop them off at kindergarten right there's this lady she's gonna teach you colors and (laughs) letters and numbers and that's my boo-boo you leaving so we start there Oh my God, they're going to school. But then we forgot, like it takes resources. You know, they always talk about the PTA and this and that, but the truth is it takes resources to make the school work. That's a fact. But what's funny is, as most of us are grown as people now, we're not even supporting the very people mm-hmm. who make sure your child can learn something. Can I jump in they real quick? They're fighting for markers and, and the ability to pay their own rent. If I see one more article about teachers who have two jobs, and have, to pay, and have to pay money for, for, uh, for, for supplies, supplies in, in the their own classroom. And even though we all get a $50, $60 list of everything that's required when them to show more money, they got to have the color and pencils, the regular enough. pencils, the markers, the paper, the clipboard, the, the box, the, the lunch. And the stuff to share with the class. The, uh, it's always all of it goes in the box. Stuff, yeah, always, yeah a, a section at the bottom to, to share with the class. Oh, yeah. Hold up. Matter of fact, I want y'all to run back through that another time in a second. Just to explain what democracy actually looks like. 
because I want people to understand what democracy looks like. Democracy looks like you have to input enough effort so that people can distribute enough things so that everyone can get something done because the teachers mm-hmm. who are being underpaid all the time oh yeah are doing this to say and first of all they're coming out of their own pockets just to make it even happen the reason why they're doing it this way is because they're like just so that certain people don't lose mm. just so they don't lose like, I can't give more respect to this kid, and I can't say that this kid's mom gave this much money so that we can have the chalkboard. No one says that. They just say, can you contribute this, contribute that? And at the end of the day, the teacher is giving out percenta more than most people. You know, in in the past 25 years, when you adjust for inflation, Teachers have made twenty five dollars more on average than they did twenty five years ago. Mm-hmm. Right, we got a whole political party that has basically been <clears throat> trying to attack um, teachers as a profession and education itself. I mean, it's it's. I don't see anybody flooding school boards to talk about the con- the real life conditions mm. that their children are dealing with, but they're flooding school boards to talk about stuff like heck said that doesn't even exist in their school. Doesn't matter. But you so, want to give them guns. And then on top of that, you know, you you you're sitting here saying that, you know, um the teachers are indoctrinating the, mm-hmm. the kids. I mean, you're 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 saying in a in a negative way like they're not 90 95 99 most most times 100% they're just trying to do their job. Their job, that's it. They're trying to teach these kids. Nobody's trying to. I mean, if you have a personal bias about something, then it might come off. I, and I understand that. I mean, that's just that's being human. But to say that somebody's trying these like these teachers are trying to turn kids gay, or you can't talk about gay, or you can't. I mean, if if it's something that's going on in this child's life, and that child doesn't have a place to talk about it because not every home or not every parent can handle that type of conversation, or even spends the time with their child Mm -hmm. to have those types of conversations. So to just demonize these people as a threat to your child when this is some place that your child has to spend eight hours, seven, six hours a day. Because because it's just amazing to me. I don't I don't I don't get what's the what's the long game in demonizing our our teachers. Or they've forgotten that your teachers were friends and counselors as well. Mm Mm-hmm. One of the things, my mom was a teacher for 30-something years and taught multiple grades, you know, K, first, second, third, fourth, we were always seventh, eighth grade, right? She only did like junior high, but mostly elementary. And so I understand where teachers come from when they come home and they tell you where they, what they dealt with. The parent that didn't work with the kid, that didn't read mm. with the kid, that didn't do the, the homework with the kid, that you had the kid late, that didn't get the kid changed, wore the same clothes back to back. All the things I've heard them all for, thir- for all my life. But what gets me is there's a GOP and there's a base that feels like they play the game like they love the police. They play the game like they love firemen. They play the game like they love the military. And they act like, in addition to that, comes the teachers that teach our children mm-hmm. and the truth is they don't truly back because we've seen it as we talked about john stewart having to fight for money for the actual real officers yeah 
Yet Bet. Donald Trump acted like he was going to fight for money for the officers, right? And then what happens is if the media doesn't pick it up and, tr- and treat it like there's a new scandal and it should have been, then we don't get the heat. But I'm going to bring it up so that someone else will bring it up. And then it'll get repeated again so somebody's clear. They're not really supporting any of these groups. So when it comes to your voting, stop doing what your neighborhood's doing. Stop doing what your church is doing. Recognize who is really for people. Because if you're not supporting teachers, and guess what? Teachers got to teach every race. Mm-hmm. When they give the, when they tell you how to do the math problem, Talk they can't stop it. the black kid from learning too. They can't stop the Asian kid from learning too. They can't stop the Hispanic kid from learning too. She's teaching. And most teachers got the purest hearts. So they, they don't even have that in them. They might be married to somebody who doesn't have it in them, mm. but they don't normally have it in them. And so for me today, I want people to recognize Look at how that how how confusing and twisted that is that we have a base of 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 men and women who are trying to make sure your children know better and then no one's fighting so that they can have a decent wage cuz they don't work for a company that was hot this year. It shouldn't be like that. Not if we're talking about learning and also more importantly adjusting their salaries to go along with the inflation. That's a fact. It's ridiculous. You want your teacher to show up and be able to teach, but guess what happened this year? As I mentioned a couple co- podcasts ago, look at the numbers of the shortage across the country. Yeah. They talking about reducing to four-day work weeks, four-day school four-day school weeks in certain districts because they don't have the teachers. But they don't have the teachers because you don't going to spend the money, and you got the money. You got the money. Yeah, and, I and saw, you spent I saw, two years demonizing, demonizing the yeah. profession. I saw um I saw a stat, and I'm so sorry I don't have it. Uh, but the amount that uh Ohio paid to law enforcement as compared to teachers, it was something ridiculous. It was like six to one. It was something stupid. And I understand that we do need security. We do need uh we need a form of policing. I'm not one of them people to say we need to just get rid of the police completely at never, all. Never, never, at ever. all, no. never, never. But at the same time, we got to be realistic here. We need our kids to learn. That is what's important. If our kids don't learn, we get dumber. And we are seeing now the effects of people getting dumber because people are getting dumber. If it was up to me, I know the kids don't want to hear this. If it was up to me, y'all would never get a summer. Y'all would never get a summer because y'all have to deal with people before you who are so dumb. And I feel so bad for, for, for kids that are, that are coming up, the ones, the, the youth now, what they have to deal with as far as the people, that their supposed elders, and what they're going to have to do because y'all ain't got no support. Y'all got no help at all. Yeah. Um. So, again, I, I started off, it's, it's priorities. We're, 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 it sounds simple, but what we prioritize. I mean, I say um, – we need to speak more about the agile nature that a teacher, a law enforcement person has to have because they have to make some split decisions, you know, just, just on, on the go. And, and, and just for that alone, that, that should account for something because these, these are, they have to be uh, sometimes parent, they have to be teacher, they have to be counselor. I mean, yeah. I, and they have to be all this in one. So that has to account for something. The idea that, that it's almost like rapid fire. They got to be ready to. They got to be ready to go at, at, at a blink of an eye. We have to value that because there's a certain you know psychology that goes along with that that needs to be compensated for. And um, and, and again, we have to show even for our children that we value these people because our kids are watching. 
Okay, without a doubt. And 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 they're, and they're seeing. Okay, they're seeing that because and we and I know you guys may see it more and more every day, but there, there's sometimes there's a tear between you know authority and and mm-hmm. and you know sometimes you know I think that we have to have a more uh, we have to you know show an adoration for the for those people who without do the things that they do. Now I say mm-hmm. defund them, no, sharpen them. Mm. Sharpen them because they're they're our, they're our, they're our largest tool, and somehow or the other we think that we can just kind of brush it on a rock and try and see if it, it the dull knife stays sharp. But we gotta we gotta show that this is a priority, and somehow or the other, and that's what I love about this podcast. Mm-hmm. It's a discussion. There you go. It's a discussion that, and, and please, if we just have the discussion, then we can start sounding like some sensible human beings. But right now we're just doing this knee jerk shit, and every week it's always some knee jerk shit. From somebody who I don't understand what the hell they've done. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we don't do something to make sure, just like Jay was saying about prioritizing <laughs> education for our kids and making sure they understand that they're a priority because they see this too, mm-hmm. right? The kids who are in this school system and the school district see the fact that their teachers are out here and they're on the street and they have to protest to get them something. So how does that make them feel when they see this on the news and say, you know what, your teacher, Mr. Smith, Mr. Johnson, Miss 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 Kelly, they had to go out and actually fight for you to get this when you should be getting this already. Two things. One, you, you hear all the time like they're asking for this response and, and as far as financial support to be able to teach and, and in better surroundings, right? But you never, ever hear from a county immediately, we don't have the money. You never hear that. Like, if they had a spokesperson to tell you, we don't have it. We wish, we wish, we wish. Then we could come up with other means and other ways to try and attack the problem. But you never hear that, right? So that's not even a concern. So the point is where they're spending. So how many people who make $250,000 are going to have to make $150,000 so we can get some books? They got it. Oh, they they've been they've been had. See, and that's what's and see, and in the complaint, that's what's going to happen. They're going to end up having to open the books up yes. and explain. Yes. Let, me get the, let me get this right: the supervising certain something 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 makes the same salary as seven, eight, nine of our biggest teachers. Mm. Sure does. Mm. We we got to get this right. We have to get this right. We have to understand that we're not going to be here forever. And we have to pass something down. And I've, we've seen it already. We've seen it with climate change. We know the people that are in office that we put in positions of power don't care about the future. We see that. Any politician that doesn't care about climate change don't care about your kids. They don't give a fuck about your kids at all. So what makes you think they're going to go out of their way to make sure that your kids have uh, anything, have anything <laughs> adequate, <laughs> adequate uh, resources, adequate environments to learn? They don't care. Let me tell you something else. People starting, really need to start doing this. Ask, them, ask your kids some questions from last year. Mm. See, I know they went through the cycle of what school is like. Mm-hmm. Right, we did that too, right? Turning this amount of homework. Learn these things these next two weeks, and then we're going to test you on the thing we've been talking about every day for the last 10 days. And so your kid learns, start, at some point starts to learn how to do that, how the hamster gets the cheese. Yeah, Pay attention, pay attention, answer the questions, got it right. But I've always said that, Hex. Ask him again. You know, to me, it's always been like a situation of scholastic achievement as as, as opposed to ed- being educated. Right. I, I, I got I to gotta think. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, Rosie got a 3.0, and she's going on, and mm-hmm. she learned this, and she. To me, those are just numbers. I mean, did she? Did, was she educated? Was she? Did she learn? Because see that. Because you see, scholastic achievement is only it, it's fleeting. But if you, but when you, when you're actually, when you actually learn something that can that you can take with you, mm-hmm. and sometimes I think you know, again, I like to simplify things, uh, but but if, if if we if we stick to the basics and, and get our kids and have have people who are interested in the kids development the total development as opposed to just you know just some type of scholastic achievements and, and moving them on and that and that and that's where I, I you guys have to tell me because you guys have younger ones and i need to know a little bit more about how that works to the one that's why you got to support teachers we should all be once again we got a core amount of things i used to talk about before like we had we should we had like a list of like 10 things as a country like the, the 10 most important things mm-hmm. that will impact society and how we got to we're going to go at those first got gotcha. you you know what i'm saying we can split the 360 million people up into 36 million a piece and go at each thing to just as a country get some stuff done so we one we can stop complaining about shit not getting done and it was so asinine as we complaining to each other because there's humans talking to humans, right? And so aside from the kids, who, aside from those who think they can get away with not supporting regular school systems because they can send their kids to private schools, get it? That's cool on a higher level. There's a there's a lot of that, right? Right. So you're not concerned with the regular guy around the corner, but you were right because that's what you used to only have, except for the elite. So once again. Why are we disconnecting? And especially once your kids get out of school, we need your support too. Yes. We got to stop doing that. Yes. I only gave a damn when mine was here. Right. If that's still your community, you still get a newspaper around the corner. You still live around the corner. We're going to need your help. Because without the voices, what happens is they judge it based on the number of parents complaining. Yeah. Not if the community yeah. feels the same way. And if you're not hearing the community's voice, then what you feel is like, man, I got 27 parents up here complaining about parking spots or blah, 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 blah. And so you think, man, that's minuscule. Yeah. And so they become complainers versus people who are paying attention to what your school needs as far as its growth and what's going to make it its best. And that should be all across the board. That should be everybody. If you have a child, and that's all I was saying at the beginning of the segment. If you have a child that's coming home when it's hot in the classroom, complaining about it's hot and they can't concentrate, and they're coming home and like you say, the hair's frazzled, and this, do something then. And 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 I, I I'm trying to let the listeners know and anybody who's listening that the people who are in power, we put in power, don't give a damn. Mm-hmm. So you have to give a damn. What I would say is, turn your air condition, your air condition, not your heat, your air condition. Put your air condition on eighty two tonight. Mm-hmm. And try to oh, and read a book today. Yep. Right, and read a book, <laughs> and let, and let book. it get to eighty two. Now, don't let, don't just put it on eighty two. Put it on eighty two, and let it get to eighty two, mm-hmm. so you can know what there are children who are being asked to learn in. No, I got you. And so, for me, I have a problem. I'll be speaking on this next week on on a direct matter because it's now it's crossed the line. Because once the teacher complained, that's one thing. We let a week go by. What y'all gonna do? I, I love it, and I tell you what. I tell you what. I'll do you one better. Put your air conditioner on eighty two. I want you to read a book, and the next day, I want you to tell me what's about. And see how fuck and see how much how you much remember. they kept up and with. see how much you remember. Mm. Um, we up on it. Uh, make your kids education a priority because they're they are the future. And I that's that's so cliche, but I mean they really no, are. No, but everyone here does. They are. They really are. But recognize also the teachers aren't just complaining that they want some more money. They want some more money and they deserve a lot more money. Oh yeah, absolutely. but that's not all that's happening. And I think what happens too often, you only hear it from. 
teachers are striking. So the only thing they must be striking for is a Money. pay raise. Mm-hmm. They're like, nah, man, I, I need to be able to teach. And again, if you don't think education matters, then I get it. It's no big deal. You know, but if you if you do think it has an impact on society's growth, then you might want, want all of these children we think of the future that's supposed to matter, we might want them in a better position. That's a fact. That's a fact. Uh, we up on it. Wonderful segment. Um, get involved. Do something. Uh, complain. Complain, complain, complain Indeed. when you see something is not right and have your priorities straight because the future depends on it. Um, we are on it. We can get some drinks. Uh, we'll be back. We're in this nice air-conditioned uh, basement of my homeboy, and I guarantee you if I read something, I'm going to know exactly what I'm reading. Uh, we'll be back. Heck, mm-hmm. <laughs> give me one. Comfortable. U-D-K. We are JR's. Well, I finally met a woman who was way more freaky than me. Yeah, she was. She wanna do it in the morning, afternoon, and in the evening. We freaking. She loved to get it on. Yeah, I had to sleep with one. I'm only focused on success and I can't let that, don't you stress? Yeah, they try to take advantage when they know your heart. Label cut ain't even fuck me, cause they know I'm smart. I go to sleep on good terms just to wake up to shame. But I done been through so much shit, just being right here is amazing. I got shot at, we done shot back on a drop back. I done lost friends, I done lost bitches, I done lost contacts. I done lost money, I done lost everything, then I bounced back. The man upstairs said, don't trip, young nigga, I got that. I fought depression, that was second-guessing myself. How could I let you stress me? Whole time been stressing myself. And I don't pillow talk. Boy, I sent that message myself. I took them L's and made them leave, see, I done Tetris myself. And God told me, stand alone, receive them blessings yourself. Now any hoes gonna look good standing next to myself. See, they gonna love you, then they gonna hate you, but I been prepping myself. So nowadays, I carry that F in myself. Hey, I'm all in, there ain't no exit. See the blessing or less. Blessing now. Nigga broken, make it desperate. desperate now. Tell that bitch to keep a text. I'm only focused on success. And I can't let that, don't she stress me out. No, I can't let that, don't she stress me I can't let that, don't she stress me out. No, I can't let that, don't she stress No, I can't let that, don't she stress Niggas online, running their mouth like we can't see them out. Talk about none, bumping their gums like I be in that.
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, okay. We back. Yes, sir. Shout out to Trev Rich. Yeah, man. Musical selection. A little bit of hip hop. You know, I had to. I had to bring it back just a little bit. I dig that. Yeah, yeah. Um. So we had a rousing conversation that we will get to a little bit later. But I just wanted to reiterate to the to listening audience and to y'all how much I love our conversations. Always. Yeah. I don't. I just. I just want to make sure. I don't know if I. I've let y'all know how much I love our conversations because I'll be in. A heated debate with my brothers and I'll be able to just sit back and just listen and just learn and just be able to absorb the uh the different types of interactions that we have and I just I appreciate y'all. Um, Offline is likewise twenty nine nine. Yeah. yeah for well sure. what I love is that they don't they don't come with necessarily resolution. Yes. Yeah, it's just about right. get, the what argument. What gets said gets said. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I and I say it every week, um guys, you know, and I you know, I encourage the listeners to to um we want to hear from you guys too as well. Um, you know, uh, pretty much UDK podcast. Follow us at UDK podcast. You know, UDK it's it's simply a conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. UDKpodcast.com. dot com. Check us out. Um, so we back. Uh, so the next segment that we have, um, a bit of good news for some people. Uh, some people had, had an issue, but I don't know why. But there are some people who have had an issue with uh, a recent development, a recent uh, loan forgiveness plan that President Biden. Uh, ran on in his campaign, said that he was going to do, and that he's done. Mm-hmm. Uh, President uh, President Biden has forgiven. Um, let's see, student loan debt, uh, forgiving up to twenty thousand dollars for millions of uh, twenty thousand dollars for millions of followers uh, of borrowers, um, depending on how much money you make. And I thought that that was key too. I thought it was targeted. Uh, I thought it was spe- to specific for people who made under, I think it was 125000 People who yeah. needed it. Yeah, people who really needed it. Right. Um, and this was for uh, people who had federal loans. Mm-hmm. And let's make sure we get that clear. Uh, this was not for people who had private loans who took out, you know, you, if, you, if you went to a bank or you went to a private right. lender who decided mm-hmm. that they were going to loan you some money for college, this wasn't for that. Right. Uh, this was a federal student loan. Student aid loan at your school. Yes. Um and me myself, I've already paid off my loans. Um, thank, thank God, yeah, I paid off my loans. Uh, <laughs> but for some people who constantly saw that bill in the mail, I know they were relieved. They got some relief. Um, so I'm gonna ask real quick around the room. Uh, do you feel like this uh move with the loan forgiveness? Do you feel like that was enough? Hex. Man, that's a tremendous impact. I'm gonna keep it a hundred. That's I think it can seem small, but the truth is, you think of everybody. I, I mean, I finished my degree at a school that was a, a smaller situation where I know a lot of people who were athletes who were paying some of that, you know, and they were getting these student loans, but they were getting a larger check, so they was living off of that, mm-hmm. and it got them now, you know. What I'm saying so, a couple, you know, what I'm saying so. With that being the situation, I just say it's a tremendous impact as far as if you take that twenty thousand off, especially for back in the day. And unfortunately, I'm saying back in the day because I'm thinking, you know, twenty years. But for the people who are six years ago, you got a fresh new start. Here you go, <clears throat> and here's a chance for you to go at life without having to pay it, without having to worry about it. Go get you a job without it taking away your income so you can be something and do something. I think that's the that's the biggest thing. So we don't create another 
situation where we do the jokes with the people with the new graduates. You know how they were doing that? Hell, you're getting you're graduating, but ain't no jobs for you. Yeah, that was the last couple of years. Yeah. And we chumped that off like it was no big deal, not re- not recognizing there were going to be these these new graduates who were 23, 24 years old try- being in the world and can't find jobs in their field, thinking you know that the whole dream was real. You know, COVID was a different impact as well, but that was that that also happened. So that's where we are. Yeah, uh, Jr. Do you feel like this was enough? Enough. I, I, you know, no. To be honest with you, put it this way, it's, and I say this in a two way. No, in a sense of this is an ongoing process. So it's it's not. It, it was enough for the moment, okay. And but this is going to be like you know, you know, we just came out of pan- no. Let me just say this: we're we're still we're still in, we're still in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're still, we're still in the pandemic, exactly like we right? And so <laughs> right. one of the things with this country is this is a land of opportunity. And when you start to take away or, or, or bring fear to the idea of someone pursuing that happening. So you, we, we have to forgive the things that people were in the pursuance of a better them in, in a place that we say is opportunity. Right. So, uh, you know, it, it's simply like um, it was enough for the moment. But I know that this is an ongoing thing. So it, it, it's hard to really answer that for now. It, it, it's a situation that you know um, time will tell what, what's going on, but we have to um, just like we talked about investing in our in our in our teachers, investing in our infrastructure. These things sometimes they just kind of come down the down the road, but we have to uh, stay the course, and that's um, that's something to say that um, um, you know it, it, it stay tuned. Mm, as I'm like saying, that. stay tuned. I like that. Irv, was this enough? Uh, it's tough for me to quantify at this particular point in time. I mean, to me, it's um, I'll be able to when you can tell me uh, how many people this affected or how much debt was actually forgiven. Any any amount of debt is good. I mean, he's basically handing people ten thousand dollars. Yeah. Now, for some people, this is a drop in the bucket. For some people, this this might be eliminating all their student debt that they have outstanding. To me, the idea itself is dope. It's mm-hmm. wonderful because it's affecting, like you said, because it's uh, it's a, 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 a ceiling on uh, how much money you uh, a person can make before yes. they can even be eligible for this benefit. So how this isn't a, a good thing for regular, real, working-class Americans, I, it's a, that's a tough one for me. I, I, I don't understand that. I'm going to say this. I think <clears throat> what it's really going to help is it's all the people who were – going to the local community college and they pay for it that way and, and they're in debt for 19000 And that splits they didn't have, yeah. Let's keep it around. You know, all the people who went to PG, <clears throat> went to Nova, you did, you know, two semesters, two you and a half. You explain what, what that means to people. Cause community the, colleges in, in, in the DMV local area. Mm. Gotcha. And then you didn't finish but you got some courses in, and at the time you was about to take 12, 13 hours, and then next thing you know, the next semester you weren't. Yeah. You was working a little bit, and mm-hmm. blah, blah. things happened, life happened, kids happened, all the things that happened mm-hmm. for real. And then, but you still got this debt now, mm-hmm. and you got the money. You know, so now you're stuck. And so with this, giving them 20 grand off what they owe, what's coming out their check already, 
or what they what they already know all the all the the, the bill collectors call it right because you know they start calling right hey uh, you know uh, the university so and so really would appreciate you know they they helped you when you were trying to and you got some you know, someone who doesn't even affiliate with the school looking for you to pay your debt so you know you know it's, it's funny like uh, Republicans don't they they mad uh, about debt forgiveness for uh, students in in debt. You also doing everything you can to make sure that we don't have an opportunity to have free community college, which was something that he ran on was mm-hmm. proposing, right? Exactly. So you you fighting both ends and what what are y'all for regarding education? Mm-hmm. That's what I like to say. Just curious. Feel the burn. I'm sorry, I mean the burn. Feel the burn. That's okay. KG, is this enough? No, it's not enough at all. The problem is that we're starting from an uneven, uneven playing playing ground. Um, should we should forgive people for working hard and taking a spot in terms of uh, making themselves better in the workplace, um, but taking on a lot of debt just to be able to get there. And the problem is we should never have to take on that much debt in order to get there. But we're working where we are. So from where we are, is it helpful? It's absolutely helpful. And the whole thing is that we're dealing with a group that is unhelpful and unforgiving in terms of what it took to get there. So there are lots of people on the GOP side who are just simply going to say, well, if you worked harder, you would have gotten this and you would have made enough money to be able to do this. But working where I work, we pay for people to make sure that they do research and make sure that if you do it right, then we help you get along with your goals. And I can't speak to that any more directly because of that's nobody's business but we want to respect people for giving up higher salaries simply to make more money and pay back more money and we would rather just forgive their loans and we want that to be a thing because that's what makes people better people but at some point we don't care about that don't we because at some point, we just want people to make more money and put more money into a, the economy. And that's where we get into the difference on whether we want better people or whether we want a better life. Mm. I don't know. Mm. That's a good question. Um, so uh, I will give uh, my opinion. Um, do I feel like it's enough? No. Uh, I feel like it is, I feel like this gesture is, it will help some folks. And I am happy for that. I am happy for the fact that it will help some folks. However, I feel like the predatory nature of having to take out these loans in the first place is the larger issue. I feel like this is helpful for some people, but at the same time, I feel like part of this is it's a band-aid on a bullet wound. 
and Indeed. I feel like there are there are other things that we that Indeed. and this is a step. I don't feel like we're there yet, but this is one step. But we need to keep this momentum going so that we can deal with the real issue at hand, which are these predatory student loans. Let me say this. For the, for the people who went to schools where, where that 20000 was per semester, it's a straight-up insult. I dig it. And, so, dig it. And, and, yeah. you, and it's not because that person's elite. They were borrowing money. Mm-hmm. See, keep it 100. You know what I'm saying? Even though they went where they went. They needed what they needed. Mm-hmm. See, so that's the trick to it all. Where you, where it could come off like, well, the people of these schools, they didn't even, they didn't need that. Oh yes, they did. Hell yeah, they did. Oh <laughs> hell yeah, or, they did. Or at, at Penn and Princeton and Harvard, you know what I'm saying? MIT, S, you know, come, let's keep, let's be real. And we, we, I mean, you know, we speak about business, and one of the biggest rules they have is um, never spend your own money. Um, so we have a, we have a business that we have a country that's you know, predicated on the idea. No, of lef- I think you said it right the first time. <laughs> Did I? Okay. <laughs> but it's, but let's, let's just say it's predicated, and I may have, and I'm, I'm going to listen back to it this America's week. Today. a business. But, but, uh, but we have a country that's predicated on the idea of leveraging, how you pull yourself, you, you put yourself up by yourself, or you pull, but it's never by yourself. Never. Someone's always leveraging something. Right. So what I'm saying is, if, if big corporate America does that, they leverage it off of, they, hell, they leverage off of us. Um, and they springboard. So if someone gets jammed in, in 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 that springboard, who had less resources than the other people that were that that have made this a a, a craft, mm-hmm. then at the same time, how how hard are you going to punish those people? You, you're going to need to have some kind of relief, um, you know, and, and and you have to consider everything that's going on. If you truly say that you want us to be, um, you know, somewhat you know, on level playing ground. I would love for the acknowledgement <clears throat> that there is not a level playing ground for everybody. That Thank everybody you. doesn't start at the same starting point. Mm. Right. And the expectation yeah. for them to have this level of success um, should not be something. That, that's not a birthright. It shouldn't be a birthright to anybody. Exactly. You know it should be something that we, we all work to strive for and earn. But don't act like we're all starting at the same point. In life, because that's not that's not the case. Everybody has their reality to live, and, and and some people may work harder than others. Some people not so much. But the idea that we're all we we all have the same. It, it, every time a Republican is in front of a microphone and say we always have the same, you have the same opportunity. Your people have the same opportunity as we. It's that's that's bullshit. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. Just, I mean, if we can just admit that truth. That that'll get us along to to start admitting or talking about some other things. But if we can't get t- past or agree on that point, then we got a, a longer way to go than we actually think. But I keep saying the problem is we're so splintered, we're so worried about every issue at the same time mm-hmm. that we can't give certain issues our undivided attention to just get them solved first. Mm-hmm. All right, we okay. won't. We just we have to do a little bit of PETA. We have to a little bit of do a, a little bit of. Uh, Drug and alcohol, a little bit of drunk driving, a little bit of uh, uh, workplace sexual abuse. We, we, we're, we're so divided with so God many damn. things. Sexual we, abuse? I'm, I'm just saying there's so many topics and so many people find their passion about that that's their thing. But then when there's these mainstream things that happen that affect us all, we don't have the people in the resources. That are, there's not the, the get up isn't there because the people don't show up to be like, hold on, a few of these things we all gonna get behind. But we're so but everyone has their own meetings, you know, for their own thing, and so there's these things that matter for all of us 
that make it better for all of us, that we don't have a neutral, like, across the board. Oh, but, oh, something like that happens. I saw this lady the other day with this article about the Flint, about them still complaining about the water in Flint. Come on, man. How is that not national news? That there's people who live in a city that don't have water. Yo, all right. So um, let me retroact this back to a situation we can all understand. Water should be good for everyone everywhere. We shouldn't be arguing about whether water should be good. If you're doing that, then I don't care what group you're coming from, you're full of shit. Everyone has to be able to have drinkable water. It doesn't have to be the best water. (laughs) Oh, there's a little more chlorine in this. Guess what? We're still going to be fine and we're going to still get our vitamin D and everything. All right, cool. But here's the problem. We get to a point where now we're not even talking about what's edible or capable for each other. We're just arguing about um, are we screwing over the next group or the next group with what we're doing? Why are we fighting about humanity? At some point, we have to decide what humanity should be able to be. And if we're not arguing about that, then everything else is trivial. Mm. It's stupid. It's ag. I was about to say agnostic, but it's 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 arrogant. At some point, we have to decide what the world is capable of, and we are going to be a part of that, or we're just Brazil and everything else that's around the world that is not caring about anything other than the people who are going to come there. Go ahead. Um. Uh. So I, I was uh I was online and I saw a statement from uh it was a representative from Indiana, a uh, gentleman by the name of Jim Banks. Is he a third di- third district of the third district of Indiana. And his quote was student loan forgiveness undermines one of our military's greatest recruitment tools at a time of dangerously low enlistments. He was a Trumper, man. This shows you what they think of you. This shows you what they think of the system and how the system is played. If you need money to go to school, guess what? We'll give it to you, but you have to put your body in and, and, and sacrifice years On of your line. life in order to get this money. You can do that, but in order to forgive loans, and just like I said before, this is a Band-Aid. This isn't a total solution. This is a drop in the bucket. It helps some people, but this is dropping a bucket for the problem of the system. All it is. But this representative has told you this is undermining our recruitment tool. So that's what you care about? Now, see, but what's the hold up, hold up, just just before that, what is that the definition of a citizen? Mm. That's fact. Mm-hmm. Now I will say this much: what they should have done, we always talk about how they they got to market things better. You should have told us how many people it was going to help. So when you show the millions, they're going to get twenty thousand a raise from the debt they're dealing with. Then maybe it hits home. Because when you just think, oh, like, well, shit, I owe 65. That's just 20 off of that. I understand. But look at all the people who, who really only owe 20, 17, 13, working where they're working in places. Come on now. Those people, those people don't work at the private headquarters. Mm-hmm. You know, who owe 8,000. It's almost like you have to re, just reshuffle 
the deck of cards and just spit them back out. It's just, um, you know, I, I I wonder if it's a it's a sincere like I'm just gonna say that I'm not saying it's not a sincere move. It is definitely a move that shows that we're heading in the right direction. But my question is, um, you know, is it the game just to reshuffle? You have to reshuffle what you play because um, and, 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 re, and, re, and re-deal out the cards because you can't have people struggling because these are the same consumers and people who you, you, want, you want them to have a feel-good uh, period mm. right now right. to jump back in the game because they've been knocked out of the game, a lot of them. So why not? Why not? You know, this could be a, a, a cycle that mm. this this cycle may have happened thirty forty years ago, and it's, and we're we're at this point of the wheel again, where where we you have to kind of infuse an idea of hope mm-hmm. into people who otherwise were pursuing that dream mm-hmm. and got tripped up by something. Now they got it. Now you got them all wide open again. Now oh, it's great again. Now we 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 reinvest. You, it's a wheel. It's a cycle that goes on, and and we're at this point in the wheel. Right. Yeah. That's how I feel. <laughs> Easy put something in the chat earlier today uh, about the Republicans that took PP, uh, co- congressmen and senators that took the PPP loans when mm. they were given out, right? Mm-hmm. So, let me, let me read these, their names. I can read them. You please. can. Please. Yeah, I can read them. Um, those are rich, well-off, I've got money in the bank. I, I, I don't have to worry about a medical issue happening right. or, Ever. Or, or something that's uh, – I'm not living paycheck to paycheck, right? And it was okay – for you to take that money, right? Mm-hmm. But those same people mm-hmm. today and the days before that, that, that this was announced are arguing against people in the lower bracket yes. getting this ten or twenty and however you want to look at it. Yes. This is I just got ten or twenty thousand dollars towards my name to pay on my debt, right? All right? Now, these are people that got hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yep. All right, so they just some hypocrites, bro. I just they I don't, I don't know. How to See, the, the real problem is that student loan debt fell on their credit. So when they were trying to get an apartment, get a car, Absolutely. get a home, mm. it's part of the cycle. And, and they still didn't have but so much cash, yes. or or such a great credit score, it played an impact. Yes, and and balloon, so that balloon payment, and mm-hmm. all that stuff, all, all of the above. Yeah, and, yeah. which puts and, you back in that pool. And I want to push that back a hundred years more. Because, no, it's not about the balloon payments. It's about, because when you say balloon payments, that's something that everyone has to deal with. No, it's no, about. It's not, it, no, it's, not, no. it's not something that everyone has to deal let, with. Let me clarify. No, no, let no, me no, clarify some before. People, some, some people compromise to, to do certain things, to obtain certain things. And, it, with the, with, you know, they it, give you the idea. Aaron's you'll get, rents. You'll, you'll, get, you'll get here now, and then later on we'll make a sweeter deal for you. But it's, it may be the only way they can get the uh, Mike Tyson fight at the time, whatever they were looking at. <laughs> right. But they, but they had to get that and get that, and they, and they financed it. They yep. financed time. And, we, we look, we all, we all finance for things that sometimes are a little bit outside of what we really need. Mm. But, but it's life, man. We got to live a life. And, and, and they play on the idea. Mm-hmm. That this is the time frame. Okay, this person is going to uh, get an apartment. They're going to run up these credit cards. You know, when you say predatory, it's, it's predatory because it's kind of conceived in the idea of I know my market. Right. You're okay. only going to survive for so long before you're going to owe me. Before you're going to owe me. So my thing is, it's predatory also because they prey on the weak. So there's a mind. You have to. You have to. You have to <laughs> the a predator, the, a predator has to has to have yeah. some source of what he's going right. after. Can I? Can I finish? All right. Yeah, go ahead. What I was going to say is, the definition of predatory is when you decide to prey on the weak. That's what a predator is. What I was going to say beyond that is, 
the way you set it up is because we're not like Africa, even though we are Africans. The people in Africa believe in owning because they own when they buy. We're the people who believe in credit because we've been taught this white man's credit world about how it's supposed to go about how we're going to do certain things. You take the way if you sold your house here and then wanted to move to where my people are from and where your people are probably from, Nigeria, they will say, well, all right, so where's the balloon payment that owns that? I'm not talking about whether people are doing something right or wrong. I'm not talking about whether people are stealing from someone else. If we do the thing the right way in Africa, it's because you own it. We do things in terms of credit here. That's not real business the way they see that. And that's about the way that we're seeing the world in different ways. And we have to worry about, not worry about, we have to work in terms of understanding how people are being respected in different ways. Beyond that. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, let me go through the names. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let me go through the names real quick of uh, the GOP members who had their PPP loans forgiven. Ready? It's a few. Carol Miller, West Virginia. Mark Wayne Mullen. His name is Mark Wayne. Yes. Uh, from, from Oklahoma. Vicki Hart. Hartler, Hartler, so I'm sorry, I, I butchered your name. I'm sorry. Uh, from Missouri, Mike Kelly from Pennsylvania, Ralph Abraham from Louisiana, Ralph Norman from South Carolina, Brett Guthrie from Kentucky, Roger Williams from Texas, Kevin Hearn from Oklahoma, Vern Bushman from Florida, Greg Pence from Indianapolis. I'm sorry, uh, Indiana. Made uh, Marjorie Taylor Green, MTG. Must talk gibberish. Yes. And Matt Gates. The highest one is Brett Guthrie from Kentucky with four point three million dollars. Million dollars. Forgiven. And this is the same party that's telling you Screaming about socialism. Because of socialism and because of your ten thousand yep. dollar forgiveness mm-hmm. that the sure. world is coming to an end. Sure. Mm. And yep. that's that and that's true. And like I said, I, I've seen it where people say, um, hey, like you said. Or we're not only they tell, but they try and tell you they're trying to even the playing field, and and, and, and really, they are. And, 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 and really, at the end of the day, they're not, and we know they're not. What they're trying to do is they're acting like when they give us a little bone, now we should be appreciative, and 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 they say they say, oh, you should we do this, we we point to this, but overall, you know that a bone is a bone, and what we need is a whole. We need we need everything. And I just want to clarify one thing. I'm I'm glad that Easy read off the names of the Republicans, and this and this not to say by any means that Democrats didn't receive PPP loans. Absolutely. Sure. Oh yeah, yeah right? no, for sure. sure. What it is to say is that those are the people that actually have the audacity to complain. <laughs> right. Right. And also receives all their money. <laughs> Receive. Yes. It's just amazing, bro. Yes. With a straight face. Yes. Yes, they did. But uh, okay, so my question is, okay, cool. These people ask for money to do the same thing that everyone in America should ask for. But you asked for it and then said these lesser people asked for more and they just wanted something that would be forgiven. You got your stuff forgiven. 
what are we doing with you? You're just going to take this and nobody's going to remember it when there's a voting coming up. Nothing. No one's going to remember any of this. It's funny. They say that uh, um, how many Republicans are going to say, no, I don't I don't want to accept this ten or twenty thousand dollars that you're going to give me right. to cancel this outstanding debt that I have. To say it? To say it. Well <laughs> zero. Or how many gonna send it how many gonna send the money back? The it right might they might be on t- like, it might be on TV like same question on how many people sent them PPP. I mean those not the PPP, but the uh the, the checks that he sent out, the fourteen hundred dollars the stimulus joint. So, so let me tell you what <laughs> the other day Bill Maher did a little bit also last week where he talked about how Everyone got away with stealing all this money with the PPP, and that's some, and, and that's some bullshit. There's certain people who got away with stealing. Yeah, that's the truth. Yep, yep. Yeah. they're connected in such a way where they they allowed them to take that money. Because the rest of us, as myself, as a small business owner, we had to show where sixty percent went to employees back pay, and forty percent went back to the company to, to have it for to as a as a cushion or to pay for some things that need to be paid for and that's real that's the only way it got forgiven mm-hmm. see I, they didn't want to put they didn't want to put that part out out in the story there's a part where it was called the forgiveness program which is if you actually use the money for what they told you it was for they wouldn't be trying to come for you mm-hmm. one for those who they, they, they did go after you know what I'm saying? Because there's also some people out there who was running around who stole millions and millions of dollars. Sure. They did. Was living they did, off the money. Yep. Who, who they caught. And, or, and were also some other people they were, they're still looking for. So, you know what I'm saying? So it was just funny how they put that into the atmosphere. Like, now nah, there was all these people with the PPP loans that was ripping everybody off. Those people were. Everybody we were, we're, we're responding to the, tonight as far as these GOP representatives acting like it was a problem, number one, for it to even exist, but they had no problem taking the money. Oh, no. That was the problem. No, You're none. yelling about this check you got. None. and, and But you filled out the paperwork to get it. And they're always quick to be able to say, oh, well, when we give money back to people, oh, you know, this is not right and, you know, this is inappropriate and the, and the debt, the debt ceiling, they always talk about that shit. But then when it comes to this and I'm glad to the White House put this out. By the way, I just want to make sure yes, everybody knows yes, the White House put out every amount for all of these. And it made me feel so good. I'm gonna tell you again, man. We don't have the compa- that real compassion because so, it's so easy. Every day we just blink an eye and everything. We just move forward with the new blast of information and news because we forget when people was really struggling and they realize they ain't have another check coming. Mm-hmm. That's how many weeks you've been away from work. Mm-hmm. You don't have remember that one after the one that you still get, mm-hmm. and they didn't have that one coming, and they was running the unemployment, hoping that they were going to be able to get the paperwork in. You forgetting them times because things is different now. You back on your feet. You know what I'm saying? And those stimulus checks help you do it. You forgot that part, and I keep bringing it up because I won't. Go, I'm not going to allow people to continue to play the game like that wasn't a, another boost. Sure. So when you're looking at buying, like what? Ask yourself, didn't that help? Once again, did he do one more thing? And it's not about was it enough. That was the question tonight. Mm-hmm. Was it enough? Nah, it was another part. Right, it was right, another right, step. Right, right. And all the time we always asking our politicians, well, they, are they going to do all the things they list? Well, how are we going to be mad when they knock one off the list? You know what I'm saying? So it's like that's one, but I'm going to get to the next one. And don't, let's not forget the ones that have already been knocked off. It's my whole point. There's progress being made. And somehow we take for granted the things that already got done. Exactly. So that means two weeks from now we will be like, man, that 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 little student loan thing. You know, mm. no one wants. Come to, on, man. No, no one wants to checklist anymore, man. You know, you know, it, it, trivia. You just check off what you did. You cross off the next. No one wants to check off things like that. They want to just. We, we're kind of in a. 
we'll, we'll see as we kind of go along type of situation. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, you're right, Hex. We need to say this is what we've checked off, this is what we've checked off, and kind of just move move forward in that direction. But everybody, we're so distracted by, yeah. by, by so many different things. That's it. Yeah. Um, so I love the way the Hex put that together and, and, and let y'all know that this may not be uh end-all, be-all solution, but at least we have somebody who's doing something to get us down the road and to get towards a solution, right. unlike other people who I mentioned who got PVP loans and <laughs> balling out of control. Yeah, um, yeah. so uh, next up, uh, I know Hex had a, uh, a, a situation that he wanted to speak on um, uh, that was near and dear to everyone here's heart, um, everybody who cares about uh, justice and equality mm-hmm. and police brutality, and I wanted him to speak on that real quick and just uh, so he can remind us. I know sometimes we get caught up in this other stuff about uh, you know economic stuff and, and and things that are going on, but we still need to make sure that we keep our eye on the prize as far as justice and equality. So Hex, take us through it real quick. Uh, this week we had a, a situation where it was the case involving a gentleman named Rashard Brooks. He was a young man who was in Atlanta, Georgia who found himself after a night of having a good little time, unfortunately, having a few too many drinks, was in a parking lot of a Wendy's restaurant by himself, bothering no one, but sleep. And unfortunately, the police were called or came through, whatever happened, and they they accosted him to say and to wake him up and let him know, hey, you're sitting here, we need you to move your car to another location, and at the same time, let, now let us talk to you. And upon doing so, it turned into a, a confrontation with, you know, there's no reason for you to be asking who am I, who, who I, who, you know, who I am, what I'm doing, what I'm doing here. Again, I'm I'm up, I'm good. And then, and they became about, well, how many drinks did you have? And, the, and then the officer made it clear it didn't matter that he was driving or not, because he was just in the car. Because he wasn't driving. Exactly, that he was in the car. So therefore, that was the that was the equivalent of of a DUI and driving a vehicle. So, not even thinking to himself, maybe he thought to himself, "Hey, man, I'm a little too chopped. Let me pull on over." That's why he's in the parking lot of a Wendy's, right. not you know, what I'm saying, like get something to eat and and, and, and and causing trouble. But ultimately, what happened is, in the midst of the confrontation of, of of having him outside the car, he decided to run. Another officer was also called to the scene. They shot the gentleman in his back. Killed him, and this week the officers were found hmm. without any reason to be yeah. accountable for his death. And I just say once again, I, I I just can't imagine where we're still at this this point where we don't have this thing where we say police officers have to be at least able. To you know, we think it's a dream to, to, about the guys who are on TV or in the movies, but we need some people who can arrest people who don't have to kill you to bring you in. How about just the fact that if I'm not a danger to anyone, can you leave me alone and figure that out after the fact? I'm the guy who ran away from being asleep in my car in the Wendy's. No, not you ran away. No, the, no, no, not the robber, not the assaulter, not the rapist, not the burglar. The guy who was who was had a few too many, but it was in his car bothering no one in the parking lot of the Wendy's is now the suspect of being 
simply there. Yeah, you saw what uh, what happened to the what was the, uh, the gentleman they just saw on video? Where was he at? Uh, the this one is, that got be- this the one the, that got beat up on video mm, recently. Um, Arkansas, the white guy. <clears throat> yeah, what's yeah. Right? No, I, no, I know. In Arkansas, with the three guy. officers, it was three officers. Yeah, had in Arkansas, yes, he had sir. two on his legs and one was stomping his head in. Yes, and into the, the concrete. Yeah, and the thing about it was the way they were positioned and the way they were doing it. I could tell off rip. First of all, this is standard procedure for what they do. Standard. And they had no idea that they were being filmed. They were like, we're good. We're, At all. we're over here in the cut. We good. And whoever it was, shout out to that citizen that actually videotaped them because when they looked up. Sure. It was, it was orchestrated. Shout out to you the know, camera phone. It was orchestrated abuse on that man. Um, you know, everything looked systematic. It looked like it was rehearsed. It almost looked like it was actually rehearsed. And that, and that's the sad part about it because, you know, we, we, we talked earlier this week, Hexa, about uh, uh, Rodney King. Mm-hmm. Why are we still talking about Rodney King? Because it's still fucking happening. <laughs> you know, it's unfortunately, you know, that excessive force of people who are supposed to be here to protect us. And and it, and it's happening, and and I understand that. Oh, that's maybe a joke. That, that hey, these people are here to serve and protect. But my goodness, man, can you not? Can you defuse anything? I, I guess my question. Well, here's the thing that I have the most hurtful feeling about. It's not about whether you can defuse something. It is about the fact that you don't care who sees because when we saw Rodney King that many years ago yes they didn't know what that it was being shot from so far away and then they put on cameras and then they saw they didn't care from that close away it becomes a problem when it's not about the distance, it's about the distance in between your life and anyone else's life. It becomes gangland. And it's the way that we see, the way they talk about gangs and we talk about people who just grow up in an area where there's gangland. And they don't care. It's It's not even permissible for you to be something else in between and this is where we get to the Kendrick Lamars of the world who talk about I'm not a part but I've been here and you won't allow me to be in between it's not possible for you to allow me to be somebody who's a human being in this retrospect that is capable of of not being everything that you make me at the worst or anything that you make me at the best. Like you just have to accept me as being the worst of everything that is around me. And that makes everyone incapable of being something less than that. Here's my, here's my thing. You know, and I, and I hope people receive this the right way, but we talk about the Jews and everything they dealt with, with the Nazis. Mm-hmm. And I just refuse to believe that the world doesn't see how the African American is having to, to live their life and not be able to say, isn't this exactly what they were doing with them? 
isn't this exactly, isn't this exactly, there's a certain group. And what we're going to do to this group is in every way deny them opportunities, hold back one or two, increase their interest rates, give them bad schools, only focus, show them where they can live, dictate how we respond to our to the to our police stops with them. Show the world, we'll shoot you. And and the out and I think the the truth is the only reason it's really able to keep going is because there's a certain group, which is our good white Caucasian men and women who exist in this America. We need them to show the rest of society this is unacceptable. We stand in true solidarity that what we're what you're doing to these good African Americans is wrong. How many examples we gonna keep seeing before we have to decide where you stand, man? Yeah. We if you know if, if you know for everyone who knows someone and you're close to them, you're like, hey, I got I got great white friends and black friends and all the things that cross lines we all do. But if we're not standing, it can't. It, it's got to be more than just being friends, because that's the only way what's happening is gonna stop. Because what's happening is since we don't unitedly make it stop or unitedly make it a problem or a public problem, there's no reason for it to stop. Yeah. The only difference is we get one month with this three. Bop, bop, bop. Then there's next month, there's none, right? So things like, oh, it was, you know, that's really not a problem. And then the next month, there's two. And then there's one. And then and they fade out, and we look up, and then there's 44 for the year. Right. And everyone's like, man, I know there's 44. We do that same shit every day. We've done this story before. But there's no outrage on society as a whole. I don't get it. How many people got to die this tricked up, fucked up way for people to say, you know what? Come on, man. Look, man, we we're gonna have to. We, we, we got to go down to city hall. We got to get every mayor. We got every every police chief. This is gonna be the new way. But you can't shoot a dude for running because he was sleeping in the parking lot. You can't. You just can't. We're gonna have to get him later, Johnson Jenkins. We'll have to get him. We'll get him right for sleeping in his car and being drunk. But we'll get him later. We're not gonna kill that man. But there are not enough. Nipsey's in this world for everyone to be able to look at that on an even level that we can express that to them and express that to ourselves that because we have accepted the role of the bad guy at some point we have accepted at some point we have accepted the role of the bad guy and I'm not saying it's right I'm just expressing what we have done as a society. We have accepted the role of the bad guy and said, no, but we have good ones too. Instead of saying, hold up, why did you ever think we were the bad guy when you were the ones who accept, who took us over and made us into what we are? I, I won't say it's in, it's in acceptance. I, I get where you're going, <clears throat> and I agree Thank that, you for cleaning my yeah, shit up. that society has... Uh, Every time you look at the news, it's a black man killing somebody, or, or it's it's they've society has demonized the black man on a level that even we have biases to other black folks. I mean, that's just 
the way it, it that's is what it is. unfortunate is yeah. what it is. Yeah. I mean, and there's a reality, and there's the, the falsehood. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. But, but but we've we we've we've we've, we've adopted the falsehood. We've adopted that as a society. Not saying right. I'm not saying right. us in particular. Exactly. I'm just saying exactly. as a society, you said we as have adopted we have not ad- us, adopted it. the fact that we're going to think this is a bad guy first, mm-hmm. and then we'll figure out if he's not. And that's not how the system. That's not how it's supposed to be. We're supposed to be innocent before, but with us, it's like okay, we'll figure out if he's a good person. Like no, 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 no. We need the same shit as everybody who, else. Who who was it that the, it was the was it Eric Eric Eric? No, he, Eric Garner was the one that was in New York. This was mm-hmm. the guy that, that got shot by the white lady in was it Oklahoma? Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. but during the on, when it was happening. There was a dude in a helicopter, in a helicopter, in mm-hmm. the air, looking down, that said he looks like a big bad dude. Remember that? Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's, but yeah. that's that's what when they look at us, sure, that's that's what they see. They see big bad dudes. They see a threat in some way, Immediate. shape, or form, right? That needs to be neutralized. So it, it's it's tough for me to understand it because you know the go to is. Um, I, I was fearful of my life, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know how fearful you can be of a guy who's got his back to you running away from you. Or in sh- or already shackled. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, 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 it's life, man. It, it, it's, it's definitely life. And, you know, you, you claim everybody claims to be so pro-life and we want to do this and the other. I mean, these, these are – so how do we quantify senseless lives being lost, you know? Yeah. Um, and that, that and that's just really hard to you know. To I really understand. want you to stay on pro life. When you said this man is locked up with his hands shackled, and you still want to talk about pro life, that's insane. Is it? it, it okay. Let me tell you something. This week I sent y'all a a, a Twitter feed, right? And this is the one that's showing the, the brother who's in his front yard, who is. Who had the police stop in his neighborhood and decide that they were just going to ask him who he is, or better yet, not ask him who he is, tell him, and just tell him to turn around, different state, right? Hmm. Put your hands up, get against the car, and then and then proceed to go forward with this 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 decision to think this person is someone he's been looking for, only to find out this is not the guy. Yeah, and only because the backup guy shows up to show the photo of the person they're looking for. Because the initial cop who's doing the arrest, who's decided I'm moving forward regardless, which is how the confrontation begins, decides he's going to let it be clear. All right, let, you're, let, you're, let, let you're me give guy, some background. Let me give some background. The dude is in Texas, and the cop rolls up on him and says that you have a. Uh, you have a uh, warrant a warrant in Louisiana, and simply based off the fact that you are a dark skinned brother, um, of not even relatively the same height. I think they were like six inches apart, and um, and he just he was in front of his own house in Texas. And they were talking about him having a warrant in Louisiana. Yes, Texas and Louisiana, in terms of the global idea, are close. They're not close in terms of where they're from. Mm -hmm. We're talking about eight hours away 
and this cop rolled up on him like, oh, I know exactly who you are. And he's like, dude, do you really? Because once him and his wife and uh, even the backup cop who had to come over after hours of this man arguing with him, saying, you do not know who I am. You have no idea who I look like. And it's because we have dreads and I'm black. Yeah, that's all it takes. That's all it takes. And he was about to bring him in. And if this black man did not have a beautiful black woman to sit there and look and be perspective wise, looking at the situation and not go overboard and him not go overboard. This would have gone really wrong. Yeah. No, see my hope, my, my issue with it is what I feel like is this new little twist. If you watch the video, what happened on, on this, this video, this young, this gentleman in his front yard going through this issue and the police finally letting him go as they realize, and him expressing himself to them that you guys are terrible for what you're doing. You were wrong for being here. You haven't apologized, and you accosted me in front of in my whole family. In front of his kids. As though I've done something that I... Deserved it. As though, as though hey, you're... And, and they didn't even really give an apology to it. Mm-mm. You At know all. what I'm saying? Was there like was a, no apology. This is just no, what they happens never on a given day. Don't worry about it. You'll be okay. They never do. They never do. The... The problem with what we're seeing is there's no outrage. Therefore, there's no reason for them to feel as though there's going to be a problem. And if you see people who are shooting people in the back and they're not going to jail, then why would not just stopping people periodically? And the problem I really have with that at the end of the day was I thought, see, that's exactly how – if you watch how it went down – all that brother had to do was break his as he continued to kind of he he was kind of feisty with like keep your hands off me you know as he I'm not going I'm not getting in the car I didn't do nothing I'm in my front yard but if he'd have ran for a second mm. consequences consequences if he'd have ran for a second he'd have been shot they'd have said he was the guy and even and see the problem again I'm gonna keep stressing is somehow we got to get something going where it's like if it's you. And you're not the guy. What do you want the rest of us to do? That's got to be the new mindset. If it was you, then what are we going to do? Why aren't you scared to be the wrong in the wrong? Why aren't you scared to be in the wrong? And instead of that, you would just much rather embarrass this man in front of his kids. Yes. That's mm. Yeah, you want to put a dog leash on us and say, "This is I'm a homeowner. This but is this, my home." But this it is, is absolutely crazy. But it's not happening in all of yeah. our communities. Yeah. That's the problem. And what I would really like to say is, if if there's other people who got some, these videos happening in their communities, then y'all should post them because it's been years. Yeah. It's been years, and I'm not seeing them. Coma. I'm yeah, so uh, uh, this is just another opportunity to make sure that people know that uh, your your participation and <clears throat> your outrage and your effort and your energy is needed because this fight isn't over. Um, we are born it. Wonderful show. Uh, Hex, shout out. Shout out to my cousin Craig, my cousin Darius, who lost their mother this, this week. Be strong, be encouraged. I love y'all. Uh, shout out to the rest of my family. 
all my aunts who lost a sister this week. And again, shout out to my family and who uh, supports what we're trying to do here today. And all the people who continue to tell somebody what we're doing. Uh, shout out to my cousin Idris, who hit me. He is a professor at North Philly, uh, Florida University. He hit me this week. Just let me know. He caught a, uh, the segment we're talking about, uh, Herschel Walker's antics. Yes, sir. And this was just encouraging for me to just out the blue find out, you know, he's, he's staying up on, on the show and, and uh, which is in, in passing the word. So, again, shout out to everybody who supports you, DK. Yes, sir. Irv, shout out. Uh, shout out to Powerhouse Radio, Radio. Radio. DJ Thunder. Thunder. Uh, shout out to my brothers, man. It's always great being sitting and have conversations with y'all about whatever, man. Whatever is going on in the world, feeling like that uh, we can touch at least one person. You yeah. Know, hopefully, that, that encourage them to get out and do their thing, man. Um, shout out to the teachers, bro. I know it seems like for years that y'all have been a, a walking target for several people, man. So with the kids going back to school, shout out to the kids going back to school and all that good stuff. But shout out to the folks that's teaching them, providing that education, um, making sure that uh, uh, hopefully that we can start trending upwards instead of being in the middle of the most educated countries in the world. Let's go. Same fucking richest country in the world. We can't be number one or in the top shout five out. in education is a shame. But anyway, um, and shout out to the fam, man. My, my folks just got back from a nice vacation. Hope y'all enjoyed yourselves. Loved y'all. Glad y'all back safe and sound. Yeah. Yes, KG, shout out. Sir. Shout out to my grandmother who's been in and out of the hospital for the last um, two to three weeks. Um, Grandma, I love you to death. Uh, wish the best for you. Um, it's hard, but I know you're going to be all right. And we're gonna rock it out and make sure you're good. Um, people have sacrificed to make sure that you're gonna be around. And if you're not, we're gonna celebrate you the way it's supposed to be. Um, so that's what I'm shouting out. JR, shout out. Hey, man. Um, shout out to, um, first of all, my. Um, South Florida family last week. Um, y'all were great hosts, man. Had a, had a great time. Um, just want to uh, shout out to my cousin, Naj, who's um, out there. And I know you're doing your thing right now, bro. Um, you know, FIFA, man, you going that hard, bro? Yeah. Yeah, yeah shout, out, shout out to you, man, for that and for that gig, man. And um, just shout out to um, everybody who's, like I say, like Jay will conclude, who's listening to this and who's focusing on this. And who wants to weigh in on these on these topics that we talk about every week, man? And um, you know, shout out to um, just anybody who's trying to do the right thing, trying to move forward, which is what this country is all about. We we stumble along the road, but at the same time, uh, what the beautiful thing is, we sh- and we we can and should always be able to get right back on our feet. And I want to leave it with that, Jay. Yeah. Shout out to anybody who has ever listened to this podcast. Shout out to anybody listening to this podcast. Shout out to anybody who will listen to this podcast. Bookmark a save for later. Like, oh shit, this shit is dope. They send somebody to listen to it. Oh shit, this shit is dope. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. And we're going to do this again. Uh, minus me. I'm, I'm going to be on assignment next week. But I know my brother's going to hold it down. Because y'all can't get rid of us. Hex, give me one. U-D-K.
feel your life not being what it is right now, yeah. Sometimes you gotta claim your blessings even before they fall down. Cause you can be what you wanna be, long as you believe you can. Don't let no one knock you or block you. Can't let no one stop your plans. It's on you, yeah, it's on you. Remember God will never take you to What he can't take you through Nah, nah They gon' talk bad about you hey. They gon' scandalize your name But when they ask you about me hey, yeah. Tell them the simple facts still remain Humble